Hey everyone, welcome back to Quality Matters. I'm your hostess, Darcy Chambers. And I'm Kyle. I let him come back again. Woohoo! Um, <laughs> today we might go a little bit or maybe even a lot longer than our normal episodes. And on a tangent, sort of. We're going to try to not make it a tangent. Yes. Try to be objective. So, pretty hot topic right now is mask or no mask? To mask or not to mask? That is the question. Okay. So, we obviously have our own opinions like everyone else. We are trying to remain objective. Yes, that's the goal. Okay. So... Start with the end in mind, right? I would like to say this discussion started with this first thing I saw, but really, Kyle and I talk about this all the time. In today's global economy, quality matters. Benjamin Franklin once quipped, the bitterness of poor quality remains long after the sweetness of low price is forgotten. Quality Matters is here to talk about all things quality. So whether you're looking to improve your business, getting ready for an audit, or dealing with failed inspections, tune in, check us out, then get back to doing work that matters. Um, somebody shared some information from OSHA about masks on Facebook. I think most people know what OSHA is, but not always, so that's fine. OSHA is the Occupational Safety and Health Administration. It is a branch, or not a branch, but a part of the federal government, and they basically write the safety laws that you have to abide by. It's more complicated than that, but that's the gist. In a workplace environment. In a workplace environment. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, this person, and I couldn't even tell you who it was that originally posted it. It's been shared and shared, and honestly, I don't even remember who shared it. And I read it to Kyle, and um, he was nodding in agreement. Yes. And then I I came to work, and I printed it off, and it's been sitting on my desk for maybe two weeks or so <laughs> because I, had, I didn't really want to broach the subject of talking about this on the podcast because I know it makes Kyle nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I like to try to avoid anything that hits the political spectrum, but this has a lot of impact on our workplaces. This has impact on our productivity, on our efficiency. This impacts our workplace and therefore is a quality-related issue. Well, and it's impacting businesses as counties and cities are requiring masks or businesses are requiring yeah. masks and different things. So I'm going to start with this OSHA post. I've got a few things highlighted from it that we're going to talk about. Um, no. This, yes. What's the credentials of the person that um, did this? He or she is OSHA 10 and 30 certified. As am I. Which means they've had a 10-hour course and a 30-hour course. Yes. Is there any? Are there any courses after that? Oh, there's tons of other things to do, but that's generally most quality managed, not quality, health and safety managers. Got to get my uh, different hat on for a moment. <laughs> health and safety managers have their uh, OSHA uh, 30 certification. Uh, some also go a little bit further. I've also got my uh, HazWopper, which is for hazardous waste operations. And so you can continue into a variety of things. But this is a real good, solid base for someone working in the general industry. Okay. So this person, I'm going to just say he because it's easier. I don't know if it's a he or a she. Um, wanted to cover N95 masks and P95 with exhale ports. Surgical masks and filter or cloth masks. I'm not going to read the whole thing. I've got some things highlighted. Um, he talks about how N95 masks and ported 95, P95 are designed for contaminated environments. So let's talk which about which means 
that they're designed to release contaminants upon exhale. So, so talk if you're real briefly. wearing an N95 or a P95, mm-hmm. it's releasing contaminants into the air when you exhale. You, uh, y- yes, but here's the thing that people need to realize. Those N95 and P95 masks, <clears throat> they get down to an incredibly um, small filtration system. But in comparison to things like viruses, it's still not small enough. It's gonna. The goal is that the N95 is to filter out 95% of the contaminants in the air. The P95 is the same thing, but the P95 masks have a uh, coating on them that keeps liquids from penetrating them. Because the N95, if you're in an area with a lot of uh, uh, vapors and fumes, you're going to suck in all of those fumes through that mask with what air, what air you get. It's not going to distinguish it. That P95 is twice as hard to breathe in, and it filters out those those liquid contaminants. So, whether you think what we have said is good for the virus or not good protection for this the virus... This is just details about the mask. Well, but aside from that, it is not realistic to wear an N95 or a P95 all the time. No. Not even for a couple hours while you go grocery shopping. It's... It, it, I mean, I think they wear them for a few hours. How long do they wear them in a workplace environment? Some guys do wear them for for up to eight hours. But here's the catch. I was about to say, before you can wear them, you have to be fit tested, Uh no facial hair. Correct. And a pulmonary function test. Yes. And not everyone passes. I mean, if you got a big old boy out there, he's, you know... he gets winded easier than the other guys. He, he he can't wear it. If you got someone like me, I didn't pass my pulmonary function test because I have asthma. And you put that thing on me for five minutes, my oxygen levels immediately well, and drop. You have your big beard. Yeah, and so I'm not going to shave gonna... that. I okay. actually had a dream about that last <laughs> night that they were making me shave my beard to wear one of these masks. It was terrible. <laughs> okay, terrible. So let's move on. That's the P95 <laughs> and N95. While and you know when you said the N95. Uh-huh. It wasn't the N95 that doesn't yep. let liquids in? P95. P95. Okay, well, that's kind of encouraging because the new science is that the virus travels on droplets yes. that you sneeze out. So that sounds encouraging. It does. But realistically, are we all going to go get fitted yeah. and pulmonary tested? And it's my understanding the CDC has said we need to save those masks for people in healthcare and those kinds of things. Yes. No, the CDC has had conflicting... Well, we're going to get to that. Okay. Okay, so the <laughs> next thing on this person's little rant is um, surgical masks. That's our next option. Um, they were designed and approved for sterile environments, and he put sterile in all caps. Why is that important? Um, because... He says the particles and contaminants clog the masks very quickly. So if it's a sterile environment, you're not as worried about particles and contaminants. Um, But if you're out in the community, Mm -hmm. then it's going to get clogged. So if you come in contact with COVID and your mask traps it, your surgical mask traps it because it gets clogged in there, now you're a walking virus dispenser. Those are his <laughs> words. I um, I would agree. And I think the same could even be said of the P95 and N95, though to a much lesser degree. Because those surgical masks, the webbing of the fibers in there is so much smaller. Tiny, tiny webs, tiny, tiny fibers in those surgical masks. Um, whereas the N95 and P95, they're a lot larger. That's important because 
all of that webbing creates um, a much smaller checkerboard, and every little hole in that checkerboard can can trap stuff. Okay. So the P95 and N95, you're actually going to breathe in a lot more stuff. So then my question is, if it's trapped, it's not coming to you, but is uh, it going back out? I well, mean, you're with... inhaling and exhaling constantly, right? So, so it's loosening it up. Yeah, you know, so if this thing has a decent fit, you're just inhaling and exhaling constantly. Uh, you mentioned the vent on the N95 and P95. Yes. Oh my gosh, the difference that vent makes for someone working out in the field or like an abrasive blast or, you know, someone in a dusty environment, that vent is a lifesaver because when I breathe, the flap opens and I can just exhale normally. I still have to fight to inhale, but I can at least exhale without much problem. And you don't feel like you're breathing all that dirty, hot carbon dioxide air. Exactly. And That's how I feel. Yeah. Well, and when that vent opens, you have to keep in mind, though, that if you're wearing a vented N95 and P95, because the argument is wearing the mask is not just good for you, but it's good for the person right. next to you. And I get that argument. But if you're wearing one of those vented ones because you don't want to huff and puff all day, well, you're just blowing Unfiltered right. air. So we've talked about that. So the surgical mask, trap it mm -hmm. and then loosen it, and it may come into you yeah. or out to others. Um, it says that the surgical mask should be changed or thrown out every 20 to 30 minutes yep. in a non sterile environment. Yep. Okay. So you're then, walking around with your own little bacteria and yeah, virus so farm on your face. I, you can't even do grocery shopping with no. that on because you don't get it done in 30 minutes. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. um, next up is cloth masks. And he says, cloth masks do not filter anything. No. Um, as you exhale, you're ridding your lungs of contaminants and carbon dioxide. The, mask, the cloth masks trap it. The best, the carbon dioxide, and yep. so that risks your health. Mm -hmm. The moisture builds up and causes mildew mm -hmm. and makes the mask mildew. Even if you're not wearing it, the moisture built up on it yeah. will create mildew overnight, and then you're putting that back on. Yep. So now you have dry coughing, enhanced allergies, sore throat, Yeah. all these kind of things. Um, so a, a cotton cloth mask could make it worse on you now i well I like... that's yeah, he's got that highlighted <laughs> as he summarizes i want to be a little bit of a devil's advocate here though because if i am actively coughing and actively sneezing that mask will stop all of the big particles it'll stop mm -hmm. all the chunky stuff right um <laughs> that is not a good visual <laughs> well but that's what it's good for it's gonna stop all that stuff so i will say this if i were sick out of respect for others, and I needed to go out in this time, I probably would put some sort of a face covering on. That way, as I'm sneezing and coughing, because Darcy can attest, I just <laughs> hack out into the thin air. Um, I would do that to be respectful, but not really because I think it's going to eliminate my chance of spreading. It just eliminates my chance of like coughing fluids on you. Mm. You know. Well, so okay, so going through our options. The N95 and P95 are just not realistic to no, wear. it's not. In a daily environment. Surgical masks um, have to be changed every 20 to 30 minutes and trap the virus. Yep. And the cloth masks actually make your health worse in the end. Agreed. Okay. So that's kind of what started our conversation and maybe having this discussion on our episode. And Because these are all the things why you should not wear a mask. Right. 
Um, and so Kyle said, well, we've got to talk about both sides of this. So I did a little digging. I think, as you know, our listeners, as y'all know, the most difficult is finding reputable sources. And I can't, I looked around. You mean the first thing you see on Facebook isn't true? <gasps> My mind is blown. I know. It's a new concept. <laughs> so I just found some different articles don't know if they're reputable sources or not, but kind of argued both sides of the fence. Okay, I like that. Um, so this first one is an article from uh, UC San Francisco, and it was written on June 26th. Oh, so this is recent. This is a recent article, and um, it's talking about what the CDC has to say. Okay. Okay. So... They talked about the confusion, you know, because initially the CD said, no, we can't have the, right. the public wearing masks. Right. And I think they have since come out and said, well, we said that because we needed the PPE for our healthcare workers. Correct. And we didn't want the public buying up all the PPE. I might just dis- not might. I definitely disagree with their method. I very much agree with their intent. Right. So now that's really what has caused, I guess, the dissension among the public. Because, you know, CDC said we don't have to. Well, now they say we do. Well, now we can't trust anything they say. Right. You know? Um, so that's... Isn't one of our core philosophies integrity? It is. Okay. But to be fair, CDC probably wasn't doing this intentionally. Well, I guess they we'll were. We'll question that later. Let's move <laughs> okay. on. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> And so um, this person says we should have told people right off the bat to w- at least wear a cloth mask. Maybe. Um, and then another reason they said that in the beginning is be- because they felt that the U.S. culturally wasn't really prepared to wear masks. That I agree. There with- are other countries that, that they're more accepting of that. Yeah. That's okay. Um, but, you know. Yeah, I get it. So... And they say what may have finally convinced the CDC to change their mind was a rising disease prevalence, so it's becoming more common, right? and a clear understanding that both people with symptoms and people without symptoms can spread it. And I, okay. I, I, That's what I've the read a lot, says. and that does seem to be true, that you okay. can be asymptomatic and still spread this thing. Okay. Which, let's be clear, that's also true with many other viruses and and ailments out there not just the covid right so that's probably what caused them to change the mind i didn't really look anything up versus symptomatic or asymptomatic um so then they go on to describe the evidence that supports wearing a mask all right i'm anxious to hear this so one was an experiment that used a high-speed video to um capture the droplets right as you said a simple phrase oh so this isn't coughing or sneezing not even coughing or sneezing no chunky stuff i don't know (laughs) (laughs) okay so in this sentence an experiment is a hyperlink and so i clicked on that Mm -hmm. because i wanted to see an experiment and it was really just i mean there were some words to describe what i was looking at but it was a little black picture mm-hmm. with green dots mm-hmm. and it said you know these are the droplets found when somebody said the word stay healthy okay okay 
So it found that hundreds of droplets that were ranging from 20 to 500 micrometers. Okay. This is important, too, because we is. need to know how big the virus is. Yes. <laughs> I can't even say this without laughing. I'm so sorry. Were blocked when the mouth was covered by a damp washcloth. But that's not good for you to walk around with a damp washcloth. Of course, a damp washcloth would stop droplets. Liquid's attracted to liquid. It's basic physics. So you're telling me that they, they, they so screwed that's, the experiment. That's, that's one piece of evidence. You had me excited here. I thought we were going to get some real science. I, okay. I, I'm not saying it's not real science. But I'm saying even if it's forget the science. Our listeners, please email me if you are willing to walk around with a damp washcloth on your mouth. Because I am not. (laughs) No. I'm not. No. Like, isn't that called waterboarding? Like, when they take hostages? No, no, not quite. (laughs) Not quite. Not quite. (laughs) Although, as anxious as you get about being trapped, it might be the same for you. Exactly. That's how I felt just reading it. Okay. (sighs) So, then they say there was another study of people who had... Influenza and the cold found that wearing a surgical mask significantly reduced the amount of these respiratory viruses emitted in droplets and aerosols. Well, I think we already agreed that that would be the case. Okay. Um, then there was also studies about um, the the growth rate of the virus, or the spreading, you know, how yeah. many more positive cases there are. Um, before and after ma- mask mandates okay, this in is 15 good. states and the District of Columbia. Okay. And it found that the first five days after a mandate, the growth rate slowed by 0.9%. That's not much. Percentage points. Is that yeah. different than percent? I don't know. No, that's, that's the same. So okay. we got less than 1% improvement. Compared, we'll call it 1%. Compared to the five days prior to the mandate. That's not much. Now, let's let's be fair here because it's only a five-day period of time, mm-hmm. and this virus can be, I don't know the right words here, spreadable mm-hmm. um, for 14 days, and you can be without symptoms, right? Mm-hmm. So I could have no symptoms, and I'm walking around spreading this sucker for 14 days. So maybe some of these people had already contracted it and weren't showing symptoms yet. So maybe they contracted it before the mask was put in place, and... But even then, well, 1% then they even not went much. At three weeks, oh, the daily go. growth rate had <clears throat> slowed by two percentage points. That's not much. So that's their evidence. That's not then much. Then they also had two compelling case reports. Their words, not mine. Um, a man flew from China to Toronto, mm-hmm. wore a mask the entire time. Mm-hmm. He had a dry cough. Mm-hmm. So that's why he was wearing his mask on the flight after the flight tested positive for COVID-19. Okay. 25 people closest to him on the flight mm-hmm. tested negative. Hmm. Now, I would be curious to know what was the time periods of all the testing. Yeah. Um, another case study was in late May. To- wait, wait, let me, let me okay, address that one real let's quick. Let's go ahead. <clears throat> Airplanes um, have enormously sophisticated and robust air filtration systems. Because mm-hmm, they circulate, it's recycled it's air. It's constantly recycled. Like, think about that. Mm-hmm. Hear, that's not the plane engines, mm-hmm. that's the air circulation inside the plane. So, I don't know that that's a compelling case study. 
I think because it's interesting. Because their filter is so right. good. They could have been filtering it out for all we, in, in all likelihood, they probably were because that's why they have these filtration systems in place. If you go do a little bit of research after the SARS epidemic, which mm-hmm. is a cousin to this virus, but, you know, was much worse. Um, a lot of the air filtration systems were upgraded af- after that to, to help pre- keep people from getting sick. Because if someone gets has a flu on the plane, like you don't mm-hmm. want everyone else to get the flu. Right. So let's just talk about normal diseases. Like you don't hear about flu outbreaks on planes, but lots of people got the flu. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't happen. And the flu, I think, spreads a little, but I don't know. Don't want to judge there, but yeah. Yeah, I don't, don't know. know this compelling case study. Okay. So um, their next compelling case study was that in late May, there were two hairstylists in Missouri um, that had close contacts with 140 clients okay. while sick with COVID. Everybody wore a mask. Nobody tested positive. Now, I would like to see a counter to that case study, right? So I'd like to see another hairstylist in the same area that where no one wore a mask. mask. Cause that could be indicative that this doesn't spread very well through the air, which we've heard reports of. It, yeah. Cause the hairstylist stands up and behind. Right. Exactly, up and behind. So she's not breathing in the person's face. And if this thing doesn't last very long in the air, which are reports we've heard, and which is true of most viruses, actually, then it's, it's kind of reasonable. So that's that's something to consider. I'd like to see the other side. I just uh, I wish they'd. Um, and then one of the authors of this article did point out that even with a mask, you can still catch it through the membranes in your eyes. Yes. And so a mask doesn't do much. And let's be clear. most well, of, doesn't do much, doesn't do anything to protect your eyes. Correct. Correct. And, and your eyes are just walking open membranes. Yeah. Um, and, and let's be clear, too, that with a lot of these masks, they're not real good face coverage. And it's just so funny. I should, probably shouldn't laugh, but I am going to laugh. You see people walking around with their nose sticking mm-hmm. down the mask. I'm like, guys, come on. <laughs> like, or they're touching it with their hands yeah. and adjusting it. So and like, it's supposed to keep you from breathing the stuff in, or they have a mask on, but it doesn't actually fit their face. The air's not going to go through. It's like water. Water picks the path of least resistance. Mm-hmm. So does air. It picks the path of least resistance. So if you got big old gaps on the side, or you got a beard like me, guess where that air's going to come through? It's going to come through my beard, mm-hmm. not the mask. Yeah. <sighs> So, I, I mean, it's a lot of things to consider. It is. Um, and then the uh, another one of the authors noted uh, what you want is a hundred percent of people to wear a mask, but you'll settle for eighty percent. Um, then they go on to discuss. Does I'm going to ignore that one. <laughs> does the mask matter? They said the bottom line is that any mask that covers the nose and mouth will be of benefit. Okay, now that of benefit though, that's where I'd like to know how. Well, here's an analogy that they made, the other author. Nobody's taking a cholesterol medicine because they're going to prevent a heart attack 100% of the time, Mm -hmm. but you're reducing your risk substantially. Okay, that's true, unless you really look into the research that maybe cholesterol isn't the number one cause of cardiovascular disease, but that's a whole other conversation. We're remaining objective. I am, I'm just saying. (laughs) So... Um, there okay. was that article. Well, let's recap real quick then. Mm-hmm. So N95, P95 um, could be effective to help you, but you're going to be out of breath real fast, and you might have 
like me, like me personally, you'll have decreased oxygen levels within five minutes. And should not wear it unless you've been fit tested and had a pulmonary function test. Correct. But they could be effective. But if they're vented, because my gosh, you want them to be vented if you're wearing them all day. Um, Because I actually worked out in the shop for a few days before I got myself pulmonary function tested. Just because I wanted to see what the guys were dealing with. Mm -hmm. Another story. But um, if they're vented, you're not doing crap for your neighbor. Yeah. So, and that's a big argument. That's so you're the doing big this for argument your is you're not wearing it for you. You're wearing it to protect I, the other people. I get the argument. So the surgical masks sound like they're going to do a decent enough job, but they're going to get clogged and dirty in a few, few minutes, you know, maybe a couple of hours and they're done for. And you, you're running a risk of making yourself sick with God only knows what else is out there. Um, yeah. And then cloth masks can prevent some of the chunky stuff, the liquid droplets and stuff. But it, it's not going to filter the vir- an airborne version of the virus at all. Hmm. And it's probably going to get moldy and mildewy and cause, and you, cause more you more health problems. Issues. Okay, so our next article that we have came from an Oxford academic journal, I think. It is incredibly sciencey. I tried to weed through it and get some information out. So this is my understanding of this article. I thought you had a PhD in biology. Nope. And neurology and psychology. Nope. No, no. Missed the boat on that one. Oh, bummer. Okay. So they tested different materials as a face covering. Oh, and I think it's important to note this article was written in 2010. Okay. And if I remember correctly, the swine flu was in 2009. Okay. So this would make sense that maybe they followed it up to study this. Right. Um, and not that's flu and the covid or the same but they're both viruses they can get spread through the air they can Mm -hmm. get spread through droplets really similar transmission and so they were testing these different materials in comparison with an n95 mask okay so what we have learned is that the covid virus is 0.125 microns okay pretty tiny these items were tested against 0.5 to 1 microns. So every one of these tests is testing stuff bigger than the virus. 0.5 is four times larger than the virus. Yes. Okay. So even even their tiniest test is still a quarter of the size of the virus. Yes. Cool. So they start out with cloth masks. Very common these days. And they have different brands. And they measured the penetration rate of these cloth masks. So, for instance, one of them had a penetration rate of about 70%. Ooh. Another one looks like about 85-ish percent. Okay. And another one about 90%. That's like next to nothing. Whereas the N95 was next to nothing <laughs> right well and n95 only goes to three microns yeah and it only gets 95 percent of it at three microns so then the next thing they tested were different brands of sweatshirts okay you see like people with all fleece, sorts of yeah yeah least kind of covering well it's more surface i, I don't get know it. that it's beneficial to name the brands um the lowest penetration rate was 40 percent Okay, cutting your risk in half. That's that. That was a Hanes sweatshirt. Okay, Um, but after that, we have about a seventy percent penetration rate and an eighty percent. Wow! So they could have just got lucky with 
you know, this particular sweatshirt. Well, and even brand. in Hanes, so when they're testing the pe penetration rate, they test it at different velocities. Mm -hmm. So um, that, what did I say, 40% for mm -hmm. Hanes was at a 5.5 centimeters per second. Okay. When they tested it at the 16.5 centimeters per second, it went up to almost 60% penetration. So we're talking about like cough versus sneeze. So I if guess. you're coughing or sneezing into your mask, you need to know that at best, um, you're only blocking maybe 50% of the, the stuff. So this idea that you're doing this for everyone around you is looking a little less uh, great. Well, and sweatshirts aren't that common. I haven't seen yeah. very many people using sweatshirt material. I did see a guy with a pair of underwear on his head, though. Well, that's going to probably apply to this next one, <laughs> which is t-shirt material, which yeah. I assume is mostly cotton. Yeah. So this would probably cover your bandanas, your mm -hmm. um, t-shirts, mm -hmm. uh, the fabric masks that everybody's making. Oh, you mean those really cool snazzy stitch fabric masks? Okay, mm -hmm. let's talk about those. Okay. I don't know. It's Okay. Um, so the penetration rate on these... Looks to be about 90%. Whoa! Maybe there's one that's closer to 80. But, um, yeah, we're looking Whoa. at the 90% penetration range. So even, But some of these people have these masks that have been made with, like, this little filter thing in there. But I imagine... That filter might do better, and a double cotton mask might be better. But even then, you're still looking at spreading. I mean, because the best test you had was 40% of what? How, how big was that? Uh, the part? 0. 0.5 to 0. 1 microns. One micron. Okay, so, you know, 5 to 10 times larger than this virus. Mm -hmm. Okay, so then... Let's just assume that this virus, because the viruses, I mentioned earlier, have to travel on droplets. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's just assume it's traveling on little teeny tiny droplets and surviving. Still, if you use a, a little cushion with two layers of cotton, you're probably still spreading 30, 40, 50% of your snot and cough and breath. And so the idea with masks is it's not going to stop everything. Right. But let's help slow it down. This isn't slowing it down much, though. So I guess that depends on how you ask. <laughs> well, it does, but let's just look at the facts here. So at best, we're going to reduce our penetration rate by half, and that is at best. Realistically, if you got a bandana or something else on there, it is darn near nothing. Yeah, anything made of cotton, because, yeah. again, it's T-shirt material, and they listed the brands. They tested a Dickies T-shirt, a Hanes, and a Faded Glory, which I think is Walmart's yeah. brand, and they were all... Above 80%. Yeah, like um, next to nothing. Yeah, and it looks more like 90%. Again, we'll post the links and you guys can see why I can't get the exact um, percentage. So we're, we're reducing it at best at 50%. But then when we consider how much smaller the virus is and some of these droplets can be, we're at best only reducing about 30 or 40%. That doesn't sound real promising to me. And then you said that when the three weeks after the mask order went in place, they only reduced the outbreak by 2%. Mm -hmm. I think that mask outbreak reduction and the penetration we're seeing here, they agree it does some. Very little. But very, very, very little, folks. Yeah. And so the last thing um, that I have that we'll, again, post the link to is just kind of a, and this was put out by the CDC, 
and it was it's a graphic understanding the difference between a surgical mask and an N95 respirator. Oh, I like that. I, I think we've pretty much talked about this, but I'll read through it. Um, testing and approval. Surgical mask is cleared by the U.S. FDA. Um, the N95 mask has been evaluated, tested, and impro- approved by NIOSH, N-I-O-S-H. Yeah. As per the requirements in 42 CFR Part 84. <laughs> okay. Um, the intended use and pers- purpose of a surgical mask, it's fluid resistant, provides the wearer protection against large droplets, splashes, or sprays of bodily or other hazardous fluids, protects the patient from the wearer's respiratory emissions. Makes sense. Okay. Uh, the N95's intended use is to reduce the wearer's exposure to particles, including small particle aerosols and large droplets, only non-oil aerosols. And that's a big deal there, because in the, again, because I come from a safety background, uh, they have the N95s, which don't do anything for vapors or liquids at all. Then they have the P95s, which have a coating on there to protect against uh, liquids and oils. Um, Then they have an additional layer on top of that that very few people buy that has a vapor-resistant barrier, which would actually do some good against the coronavirus, but you can't wear it for more than 5-10 minutes without feeling like you're suffocating, and that's a normal person. Mm -hmm. That's not an asthmatic like me. That is a normal person. Um, The face seal fit for the surgical mask is loose. The N95 should be tight. Um, is there a fit testing requirement? We've already talked about that. No for the surgical mask. Yes for the N95. Well, because the surgical mask doesn't make it hard for you to breathe. Because right. there's a gap. Um, this is also interesting. We did not address this. Is there a user seal check requirement? Surgical mask? No. No. N95? Yes. yes. Required each time the respirator is put on. Yeah. I used to have to put these guys through the respiratory protection training. And I've, I've conducted it myself. I uh, sent guys off for testing before. And yes, you were told not only do you put it on, but you are told exactly how to check to make sure that there is a proper seal before you go out into the work environment. Right. So not only do you have to be fit right. tested in the beginning, you got to check it every time you put it on. Um, filtration. Surgical mask does not, and the CDC put not in all caps, yeah. Provide the wearer with a reliable level of protection from inhaling smaller airborne particles and is not considered respiratory protection. And let's be clear. The purpose for the surgical mask is imagine when the doctor's cutting into a patient. If there's pressure behind where they're making that incision and blood and pus squirts out, they don't want it to get in their face. Right. That's why they have a surgical mask, and that's why it's so good against well, liquid. and its intended use and purpose, we talked about just a minute ago, is to protect the wearer mm-hmm. from large droplets and splashes. Yes. Okay. Um, the N95 filters out at least 95% of airborne particles, including large and small. Uh, no smaller than 0.3 microns, so. There we go. Not 0.3, um, sorry, 3 microns. Not 0.3, 3. 10 times bigger. Okay. Leakage. Surgical mask leakage occurs around the edge of the mask when the user inhales. So you're breathing in completely, entirely unfiltered air. Right. And again, the purpose of it is to protect you from large splashes, sprays, and so hazardous fluids. someone squirts or coughs on you. Mm-hmm. 
um, and the N95. And again, they note, when properly fitted <laughs> and donned, minimal leakage occurs around the edges of the respirator when the user inhales. Yep. Use and limitations. Surgical mask. Disposable, discard after each patient encounter. Each patient? Mm-hmm. How long has the doctor been with you? Uh, well, I assume mostly in surgery, and surgeries can last hours. I've heard of complicated surgeries lasting 14, 16 no, hours. No, let's think about like our kids when they got tubes. It was a 10-minute procedure. Yeah, maybe 30. Yeah. So, so Not worn long. Mm-mm. And we talked about that earlier. Yeah. 20 to 30 minutes, throw it away. Um, and N95, this is a pretty detailed... Ideally, should be discarded after each patient encounter and after aerosol-generating procedures. Um, it should also be discarded when it becomes damaged or formed, no longer forms, an effective seal to the face, becomes wet or visibly dirty, breathing becomes difficult, or if it becomes contaminated with blood, respiratory, or nasal secretions, <laughs> or other bodily fluids from patients. So the moment you sneeze or cough inside your N95 mask, the CDC is taking it off, put on another one. Yes. Even before the whole corona outbreak, to get a, a good N95 mask was still two or three bucks a piece. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could buy them in bulk as a safety manager, and I think I was paying like a buck eighty something a piece. So I think the important thing about mask wearing is education. Yeah. I'm going to go back to our um, person that posted the OSHA information because that's kind of how he closed out his statement if your mask gives you security wear it just know it's a false sense of security and i don't even think that's sarcastic i mean people are legitimately afraid and terrified regardless how valid the reason is or isn't their feelings are real they're legitimately afraid and terrified and worried and absolutely as we talked about with anxiety like anxiety can have terrible effects on your health mm-hmm. so if it if you feel better, go for it. But I'm not seeing, not that we're scientists here, but I do have a little bit of background in safety and somewhat understand this stuff. We're not seeing evidence here to say this makes much of a, a benefit. Well, and I'm sure we will receive many sure. comments and links to articles. I am happy to look through those. We really those. are. I, I probably spend more time than I should looking at this stuff. It <laughs> actually aggravates Kyle, who... Who oh. usually loves to talk about current events, and I don't. <laughs> so it's kind Tables of taking a turn. <laughs> yeah. um, also, as a side note, um, if your work is requiring you to wear a mask, yes, they are also supposed to be verifying your oxygen levels. Yes. And that is an OSHA law, which is a federal law this right? is what cfr 1910-134 i'm not sure it's not written down here i think you got it here somewhere I've, i don't I've, i recognize these numbers oh when yes I see them. what'd you say 1910.134 yes Whew, i yes. still remember my stuff um i got it so that's just something to note mm-hmm. um i know there's a lot of young people working fast food restaurants mm-hmm. retail those kind of things um it's and they true. may not be educated no. in that fact. And if you are uncomfortable wearing a mask, if you're feeling diz- dizzy, having headaches, you've developed a new cough from yeah. the mildew, yeah. they are required to give you an oxygen level 
test. Not only that, here's a few things. Because, again, I was a safety manager, and I had to know all these laws because I didn't want people getting sick. I didn't want OSHA down my back. I didn't want the company to wind up in lawsuits. This is absolutely true, is if your workplace requires you to wear a mask, you are re- they are required to provide you the mask. They are provided to provide you the appropriate mask, and they are required to send you for a pulmonary function test to make sure that you are safe to wear it. How often do they have to send you for that test? That just test, once? Just once. Okay. Just once. So, um, again, we recognize this is a super controversial topic and we are seriously open to receiving articles evidence comments i would really love to have seen but it doesn't seem it's here i would love to have seen evidence that said you know if everyone wears a mask we can slow this sucker down i don't want to wear it but that's a good idea and there may be those articles out there because really i threw this together pretty quickly before we started um recording and i opened up maybe 10 or 15 articles that I read through and I was really trying to find both sides. Yeah. And that was my intent in the UC San Francisco article. And I read through it and highlighted some stuff. But then when I said it out loud, I thought, well, this isn't really showing the other side like I wanted it to. (laughs) Okay. So we're, we're a couple of Texas folks over here. So as soon as we see something coming out of university in San Francisco, California, we kind of assume it has a certain lean to it. Well, that's not even what I thought. I read through the article (laughs) first and I thought, okay, this, this is arguing the other side. But, but it didn't work. Yeah, the one I saw the damp washcloth. <laughs> that is really funny. <laughs> that was um, interesting. So we welcome your comments. We welcome your links. All of these links will be um, available yep, yep. on our website. Yep. And um, also the very sciencey article from the Oxford, if somebody would like to read that and explain it to me in layman terms, I, I welcome that as well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, y'all. Thank you. Hey guys, this is Darcy with Quality Matters. We really appreciate you listening. And if you enjoy it, we invite you to subscribe. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you listen to your podcast. Subscribe, comment, leave us a review. We're happy to hear from you.